Down to the last week of the NFL season, week 18. There is stuff that still matters. There's incentives. Yep. Uh, there are guys trying to break records, which I do want to put this out there. Everybody that's complaining, saying records should be counted in 16 games and not 17. Mm-hmm. What about when people broke records like Eric Dickerson over O.J. Simpson for best rushing season exactly. from 14 to 16 games. Exactly. We don't say he did it in 16. It's just the record. Exactly. Why do the Miami Dolphins from the 70s get to celebrate when the New England Patriots lose the Super Bowl when, if you look at it, what did they go, 15-0 that year? Yeah. Yeah, Patriots went 16-0 in the regular season, or I think they went 14-0. I'd have to go back and check. I really don't care. I actually want a team to go undefeated just because I don't care about those old geezers. Oh, they get to pop champagne Pop champagne year. every year. That's what they do. Yeah, I, I actually, and I... uh. You know, I, I hated the I hate the Patriots. We all hate the Patriots unless you're from Boston. Right. I liked that team though. I was rooting for them to go undefeated. I wanted them to beat the Giants. I'm cool a big Randy Moss history, fan, which you know? is weird being a Packer fan. But like when he mooned Lambeau and Joe Buck, you know, made that it into a is big, a disgusting act. I was like, not really. I thought it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah. You, you don't want them to moon the crowd. Keep them out of the end zone. <laughs> they couldn't do that. Not not many teams could though with Randy Moss. Yeah. But I did. I liked that team. Uh, Wes Welker. Yeah. So uh, I root against the. Uh, 72 Dolphins or whatever the hell they are. I'd love to see the team finally go unbeaten. It's just going to be harder and harder. By the way, yeah, there's not going to happen now because there's going to be 21 regular season yeah, games. They'll be 18 in a couple done. of years. And then we'll talk about records being broken again. We'll just have records broken all the time. So who cares? But we do have, I guess you could argue one last chance for certain awards that may be close for somebody to make a case, build up that resume one more time in week 18, just so that's the last thing that's in voters' memories as it all gets said and done. Kenneth Walker's the favorite right now to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, minus 130 over BetMGM. Garrett Wilson's in behind him, plus 195. And then my guy, Brock Purdy, jumping onto the scene 4-1 to one now. And after that, it's like Kenny Pickett's 18 and Christian Watson's 25. I think Christian Watson's to be higher, by the way. He's had a really good year. Yeah. Like, I understand Garrett Wilson has been... A, he's been great, but so is Christian Watson. 25 to 1. Like, I know he's not going to win, but just the odds to me are kind of ridiculous. But when you then look on the defensive side of things, Sauce Gardner, I mean, he's winning rookie of the year, minus 1,200. He's the best DB in the league as a rookie. As a rookie. One of the hardest positions just to come into the league and pick up. And he's, I mean, if you know, you're looking at pro football focus, he's the top corner in the league. He's and, awesome. And then Aiden, Hutchin, Aiden Hutchinson, let me try that again. He's awesome. At plus too, 800 though. after that. Minus 1,200 yeah. versus plus 800. Uh, Tariq Woolen is uh, 16, and then Kayvon Thibodeau, 66. So it really doesn't matter. We know that uh, uh, Sauce Gardner is going to win that. But when you look at the rookies on the offensive side and the defensive side, like Sauce Gardner may be the best corner in the NFL. Aiden Hutchinson may have seven and a half sacks and three interceptions. Had a really good year. I mean, Woolen even had six picks this year. The offensive rookies this year, Far superior to the defensive rookies. Kenneth Walker is going to be probably a thousand yard rusher. He can eclipse that yeah. uh, this weekend. Nine touchdowns for him. Garrett Wilson's a thousand yard receiver. And of course, Brock Purdy, the future of the 49ers franchise. I mean, the guy's completing 67% of his passes since taking over Jimmy Garoppolo. Ten touchdowns, three interceptions, eight yards a pass. I, I know it's only a few games, but like when you look at what we've gotten on the offensive side of the ball this year, and look, your guy Christian Watson, deep threat after a horrible start. Chris Olave's got seven touchdowns. There, there have been so many talented players, especially at receiver, on yeah, the man. offensive side of the football this year in the NFL. All that hype about this receiver class. Like, I know we're not going to have a receiver win this award, most likely. Kenneth Walker's most likely going to win this. But, man, the NFL is loaded with young receivers moving forward, and this class is a big reason why. Yeah, unless uh, Kenneth Walker gets absolutely shut down by the Rams, maybe Seattle gets blown out by a Rams team that's really just playing spoiler. I think he's probably going to win this award, and I guess he deserves it. 995 rushing yards, 
Uh, obviously a great rookie season, and Seattle needed some sort of running game because Chris Carson was there for years. I mean, we know Pete Carroll sometimes abandons his running backs. We've seen it on the biggest stage when he refused to give Marshawn Lynch the ball. <laughs> and he likes Kenneth Walker. I think he's great. He's missed some games, though. Uh, so I think minus 130 is kind of a crazy price. Garrett Wilson is so damn talented. And I think he's going to be a top 10 receiver in this league if he Absolutely. stays healthy for a long time. As long as, though, they find him a quarterback because he can't be catching footballs from Zach Wilson. We know that. He can't be catching footballs from Mike White. They need to find a quarterback. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. Uh-oh, who do you Joe got? Joe Flacco. Honestly, they got I, Flacco honestly I think that if they would have just started him from week one, they might be in the playoffs he throws right now, the as ball, crazy as that he's sounds. He's going to throw like 50 times a game. By the way, I, don't, they haven't put, I haven't seen it yet. Whatever Joe Flacco's passing attempts prop is, take the over. Oh, yeah. He, he throws it like 50 times a game when he starts for the Jets. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter who the quarterback is for the Jets. I mean, like Mike White last week, you could clearly see he was all over the place. And still, they were just dropping him back. I, yep. I Michael Floor, I was really high on him the first eight weeks of the season, the OC there. And then he completely fell off a cliff. And it's it's hard to like throw him under the bus because the quarterback situation. How different would it have been crap. though too if they had Brees Hall all year? Well, right, that would have made a big difference. Oh, absolutely, they'd run the ball a lot more. They're probably in the playoffs, and Brees mm-hmm. Hall's probably offensive rookie of the yes. year. I mean, he's yes. he was the best back in in this draft, and I really do like Kenneth Walker. I like Garrett Wilson, but like if I had a vote, I would actually vote for Chris Olave, who right now is thirty to one. He's not going to win this award, but that the problem is that nobody's watching the Saints this year because mm-hmm. they're a terrible football team. Andy Dalton's the starting quarterback, or maybe Taysom Hill gets the start. You know, the Jameis early on in the season. But what Olave's done with three different quarterbacks pretty much this year is remarkable, and I think that he's going to be an all-pro for years. I really like him. Christian Watson, you look at Green Bay's offense the first six, seven weeks of the season before they got him going. I know he had some bad drops, especially uh, week one against the Vikings. Should have been a touchdown against Patrick Peterson, first play of the year. But look what the offense has done since he's kind of, like, come into his own. I mean, eight touchdown grabs over the last couple weeks, and um, I think he's going to have a big game coming up this Sunday because uh, what do the Lions do? Play a bunch of man defense, and he's a man beater with that speed. I uh, Brock Purdy plus 400. It's so interesting because like you joked about this a couple weeks ago, and I was like, I don't think he's going to get enough starts to get any love, but plus 400, that price says that he has a shot. I just, I don't know. Um And the other thing, really quickly, I know we talk about Shanahan's offense being quarterback friendly and anybody could just step in there and do what Brock Purdy's doing, but can they? Because you look at every single year in San Francisco, there were some bad years. What was Shanahan's record without Jimmy G? He was like nine and something. But the years that they missed the playoffs Mm -hmm. in San Francisco, it wasn't because they had a bad defense. It was because it was, you know, C.J. Beathard getting starts, Nick Mullins getting starts. And people were like, oh, Nick, Nick Mullins, you know, he's a solid backup. But they couldn't get the job done. They were losing those games. Brock Purdy comes in, runs the offense, and they haven't skipped a beat. Maybe they've been even better. Um, So I wouldn't hate seeing him get some love. Kenny Pickett, kind of the same thing. The Steelers look down and out. Trubisky was turning the ball over left and right. He comes in, and now they have a shot to sneak into the playoffs and finish with a winning record. You forgot Brian Hoyer starting for them, too. Yeah, and Brian Hoyer, too. The list of starting quarterbacks for the 49ers... Yeah, I mean, Brian Hoyer, C.J. Beathard, Garoppolo, like you said, Nick Mullins, then you've got Trey Lance in there for two games... And now Brock Purdy. Yeah. And they've, for the most part, you're right. With like, obviously with Nick Mullins, I don't expect anybody with C.J. Beathard and Nick Mullins to win a ton of games. But to be able to do this with a seventh-round pick. The last pick of the draft, it's, man. It's, it, it shows that it, but it's not just about, like, you have to, you do still have to fit this offense to a point. And I just don't think that Trey Lance is going to be able to work in this offense. Now, Kyle Shanahan has a system, and he wants quarterbacks to go 
through the go through the progressions, go through what he's like, go through exactly what he asks. But he also does love to design offenses for quarterbacks that can run the football. I mean, yeah. he did it with RG three in Washington. I mean that that that's the reason why he also traded up for Trey Lance because you have that extra athletic ability. But you know, Brock Purdy can move in the pocket. He's not going to go out and run for you. He's not going to even do it like Josh statue, Allen yeah. does. But he's somebody that's not a statue either. So he does still fit with a nice balance in what Kyle Shanahan's looking to do. Yeah, absolutely. But I just hate that knock. Is like, oh, anybody could step in here. I don't right. know. He's he's played really well. No, Nick Mullins didn't, and C.J. Beathard didn't. That's all you have to say. Yeah, and and they didn't make the playoffs. They have a shot to win the Super Bowl. And even if Jimmy Garoppolo does come back, I don't think you could turn to Jimmy Garoppolo right now. I think you have to stick with the hot hand, and it looks like the team is yes. buying into Brock Purdy. He's making all the plays, so I think he's the starting quarterback moving forward for them. We'll see what they do with Trey Lance. But still, like, you look at who's made the bigger impact, and you look at the defensive side of the ball or the defensive rookie of the year category, and I think these guys are all going to have really long careers. It's really hard to get a shutdown corner like Sauce Gardner. But the thing is, you look at the Jets, they're not going to the playoffs. So did he play a huge difference? Yes, they're on the right path, but they're not going to the playoffs this year. Aiden Hutchinson, maybe the Lions are going to the playoffs, but it's not, and in, in, I think he might even deserve some love for rookie of the year. He's been excellent, man. yeah. yeah. But the Lions' defense isn't the reason that they're going to the playoffs. It's that offense. Uh, you look at Wollen, yeah. I mean, Seattle's defense, same thing. Not the reason that they're going to the playoffs. It's because Geno Smith became an all-pro quarterback out of nowhere. Kayvon Thibodeau, he's had some really nice weeks, but he's also kind of been on a milk cart in some weeks. It took him some time, really, to get acclimated. So you look at the offensive side of the ball, man, and Kenneth Walker, Seattle has a shot to get in. Um, Brock Purdy is the quarterback right now of the NFC favorites. Kenny Pickett has a shot to get the Steelers in. So while I wanted to, when I saw this topic earlier, go with the defensive rookie of the year category, I think it is the offense. Like where the hell are the Packers right now without Christian Watson? Cause yeah. they just got Romeo Dobbs back and that offense. I mean, even with Aaron Rodgers, I went back and watched that first meeting against Detroit, like to do the podcast today to preview this lions game. Sammy Watkins played 95% of the snaps. Christian Watson is a huge upgrade over Sammy Watkins. And now all of a sudden they're scoring 28, 30 points per game during this win Which streak. is amazing to say that too, given how the season started for Christian Watson. Yeah. And I know they're not going to the playoffs. I haven't even brought up Brian Robinson. What just, not only was he excellent, he's a power back. He could really do it all. He could catch the football out of the backfield, which I don't think a lot of people knew that he could do for some reason out of the draft. Um, but just the boost that he brought to that locker room, too. I mean, what a great story. I didn't think he was going to play football this year or maybe even next year when I first heard that news. And then all of a sudden he's out there. Uh, so, yeah, you got to go with the offensive category. But I think that, that that market's kind of wide open right now. I mean, Kenneth Walker's the favorite, I guess, rightfully so. But who knows? Maybe Garrett Wilson has a 12 reception, 150-yard game, two touchdowns. You know, maybe Kenny Pickett has a 300-yard performance. I don't know about that. Uh, and it's, it's interesting, but I think, yeah. I, at 18-1, to though, that's tough to see. think that he'll make that jump. Not yeah, that this dictates absolutely. exactly what's going to happen. This gives us a solid idea of where people's minds are. It's not like these numbers are just thrown on a – not just thrown into like a dartboard and just guessing. Like, there's a reason why they set these prices where they are. Yeah. But you're right. Like, there, there's certainly still a chance that Garrett Wilson can win this, but you need to have a game in week 18, that's memorable. Yeah. It needs to be something where you're the center of attention in that game and Kenneth Walker is forgotten. Kenneth Walker is held to like 59 yards rushing or something along those lines. It's close enough where Garrett Wilson can overtake Kenneth Walker, but it's, I just, I'd love to say Brock Purdy, but it's just not enough games. I don't think it's, it's, it's down games. to Garrett Wilson and Kenneth Walker. I agree. Yeah, because Kenny Pickett, I mean, again, is he going to do enough? 
Probably not. And Kenny Pickett, I mean, let's be honest. Don't throw like a little over 2,000 yards. Right. Like, it's not like he's even put up big numbers this year. Matt Canada is not going to have him running the, Pey- the Peyton Manning Indianapolis right. Colts offense this Sunday. <laughs> so I don't think he's going to do quite enough. Uh, Christian Watson, though, hey, if Green Bay wins this game, if they get in, let's be honest, he's not going to make that jump. He's missed a bunch of games. He had some bad drops early on in the season. I I, I think I wish more people watched the Saints because Alave is going to be a stud for years if they yes, figure out the quarterback position yes. there because it's clearly not going to be Andy Dalton, I hope. It's not the tight end, Taysom Hill. <laughs> and unfortunately, while I wanted it to be, it's not going to be Jameis either. Maybe Drew Brees will come out of retirement. Why not? Or maybe, maybe he'll Aaron, coach Purdue, or maybe he'll call Notre Dame football well, games. Who knows? He's a man of many jobs. There was the Tom Brady and Sean Payton package rumor, right? Sean Payton going back, Tom Brady going man. down there. I, do you think? Do you think Brady? What do you think ends up happening? Vegas. With Brady? He's going to Vegas. You think so? Yes. Like if going to Devonte Adams. If man, I, is that going to piss off Rodgers? Yeah. I I'm I am 99 confident that he goes to Vegas. Hear me out. I think Vegas has their quarterback. And Jarrett Stidham. And Jarrett Stidham. Okay. I have a huge bet on Jarrett Stidham tomorrow. I that did, is one game that we've I did seen. Bet it, I did bet it at 10, not nine and a half. I went back and watched that game, man. Like, they didn't even have the hand. Like, they didn't even, like, baby Jarrett Stidham. They just threw him into the Derek Carr offense. Every single, he every pass was over 11, uh, 11 intended air yards in that game. I think he, I think he had like eight throws over twenty yards in that game. They were rolling him out. He looked pretty good. Now, obviously, it's a one week sample, but uh, I was a big fan of Jarrett Stidham. Kind of. He was the number one rated quarterback in high school. Hashtag people forget. You know where I, Lamar was on that list? Number eleven. The disrespect. The disrespect. But it all changes. See, so we always knew Jarrett Stidham. We always known Jarrett Stidham is, is a better quarterback than Lamar. Jackson. I've seen this story too much. I'm kidding. Of Back, goes, Don't clip that. Guy goes out there. Yeah. Clip it, Please. put it on the internet right I, now. I do like Jarrett Stidham a little bit, though. Yeah, I've just seen that story too many times. Guy goes out, sure. first start with a team, and it's like, oh, maybe he's the future. Again, half of them were, were in Washington. So it's, I, there's the difference between a Packers fan here that's only seen great quarterback play unless there's yeah. you know been injuries. Well, yeah, and, and he also only saw the Matt Flynn performance in Green Bay. Right. Probably didn't watch all the Seattle That's ones. true. Six tutties for Matt Flynn. Matt People Flynn's forget a- against the Detroit Lions. He broke the – who has the Packers single game or tied the single game touchdown? That's a good trivia question Matt for you Flynn. to get. Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn. Not Aaron Rodgers. What did he have? Not Brett Favre. Did he have 500 yards passing in that game too? I, I think so. It was, it was like 450 like, or – Something crazy. It was, it was insane. Rodgers was concussed. Yeah. Or no, they sat him. That was what happened. Yeah, they just said it was the last week of the season. It was the last week of the season. And they just sat him and then got got him paid. And then he didn't even start. Russell yeah. Wilson took his job and the rest is history. Then he went back to Green Bay, didn't he? Yeah, and then he went back to Green Bay to be the backup. Well, they needed him. Rodgers broke his collarbone and they tried Scott Tolzien and Seneca oh, Wallace. Scott Tolzien, I remember that. Every year Rodgers got hurt, there'd be a worse quarterback. Yeah. Deshaun Kaiser. Deshaun Kaiser was there. Um, who else? Yep. Uh, Brett Hundley. Brett Hundley may be the worst starting quarterback in NFL. I would say that, but I saw uh, Malik this year. Malik Willis. Yeah, that was the that might have been the worst ever. He has a QBR of twelve. Yeah. He's he's rated uh, QB forty eight out of forty eight. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. And he's, I I liked him at Liberty until I saw him against Ole Miss, and I was like, uh, he's just not ready to throw a football in the NFL. No, he was great against you know, not great competition. I don't want to slander any of Liberty's opponents. I will. He didn't play good competition. All right, thank it's you. a big difference. I appreciate big it. difference between Liberty schedule and the Titans schedule. Yeah, I'm just gonna be honest with <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, I think there's a huge difference. I think so too. Yeah, Jared Stidham having another great game would be interesting, but I still think Tom Brady's going to go into Vegas. You're probably not wrong. Yeah, why not? Who yeah. doesn't want to live in Vegas? It's pretty great there. Me, remember Reno? Oh, I'm not yeah, going that's on true. the strip. You're going to Reno with your uh, yeah. yeah.